Prophets see many terrible things, as shown them by God. The worst thing for me is that the people who call themselves Christians don't even realize that they are living in a very careless way which can lead them to destruction. They think at the return of Jesus, everything is going to be wonderful. So they say, come, Lord Jesus. They don't realize Jesus comes the second time to judge the earth. The first coming of Jesus was to save sinners. The second coming of Jesus is the end. It is to judge the earth. Then comes the great tribulation. So it isn't the way they are telling at the churches today. It will be a very shocking time to many who call themselves Christians. It will be far worse than the destruction of Jerusalem, which came to the children of Israel. The 70 years of captivity in Babylon For the second coming of Jesus will be for eternity. Whether we have done good or evil, we'll be judged for all eternity. There's no more after that. It's over. So it is not like the captivity of the children of Israel when they were taken into Babylon and punished for 70 years because of the disobedience that they had shown toward God and his commandments. The next coming will be judgment for all eternity, whether we've done good or evil. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10, the Apostle Paul says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Prophets are given to the church to warn them to warn them to turn back to God, to give up their religious ways and go back to the true doctrines of Christ. The second coming of Jesus is a coming for judgment. We live in the end times which are spoken of by the Apostle Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Antichrist has moved into many of the churches, if not most of the churches today, bringing false doctrines, casting away portions of Scripture to permit people to sin and think they are approved in their sin. It is described for us in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day of the Lord shall not come except there come a falling away first. Churches will fall away from scriptures and set up other doctrines to approve sin. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition 
who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. In verse 8, it says, With the coming of Jesus, and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. This will be inside the churches themselves, where the apostasy of the end times reigns today. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall bring them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Over and over, God has sent the truth to individuals and congregations. The truth, which is The New Testament scriptures, which show that the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, which shows the divorced woman who remarries after divorce commits adultery, which shows the man who divorces a faithful wife is the cause of her adultery when she remarries, which shows that Homosexuals and lesbians have been given over by God to vile affections. All of these things are in the New Testament Bible. And yet some of you have set these doctrines aside. And you go along with churches of the end time, which are churches of the end time apostasy. These churches and their followers will be destroyed with the coming of Jesus. That's exactly what 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 says. Because they didn't love the truth. They didn't love the truth of the New Testament scriptures. Therefore, they will be destroyed. Today they sit there thinking they're all right because God has turned them over to a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 8 through 12 because they think they can sin against the New Testament and live in some kind of religious doctrine because that is what they want to do and they will be damned. So if you want to straighten out yourself, take the New Testament Bible and read all of the New Testament Bible and pray for God to show you the truth that you can be saved and turn from the wickedness of the religions which are today approving various sins, sins of adultery, sins of fornication, 
sins of homosexuals, sins of lesbians, wanting to think everything is all right. That's not truth. And only by truth will any of us be saved. In the book of Ezekiel, the prophet, we see that God has set prophets in with the people of God so that prophets can warn them about these sins to try to get them to turn from their sins and go back to the doctrine of Christ, which is shown in the New Testament Bible. In Ezekiel's case, the destruction of Jerusalem, the 70-year captivity appointed by God was upon the city of Jerusalem. And Ezekiel had to prophesy against Jerusalem itself. God said to him in Ezekiel chapter 4, Thou also, son of man, take thee a tile and lay it before thee and portray upon it the city, even Jerusalem, and lay siege against it and build a fort against it and cast a mount against it, set the camp also against it and set battering rams against it round about. Moreover, take unto thee an iron pan and set it for a wall of iron between thee and the city, and set thy face against it, and it shall be besieged, and thou shalt lay siege against it. This shall be a sign to the house of Israel. And God had Ezekiel do many signs to show the people of the time of the city of Jerusalem their iniquities and to show them the destruction that was appointed by God for the city of Jerusalem and Judea and the 70 years of captivity that they were about to go into. Verse 7, Therefore thou shalt set thy face toward the siege of Jerusalem, and thine arm shall be uncovered, and thou shalt prophesy against it. Verse 16, Moreover he said unto me, Son of man, behold, I will break the staff of bread in Jerusalem, and they shall eat bread by weight and with care, and they shall drink water by measure and with astonishment, that they may want bread and water and be astoned one with another and consume away for their iniquity. Ezekiel chapter 5 verse 5, Thus saith the Lord God, This is Jerusalem. I have set it in the midst of the nations and countries that are round about her, and she has changed my judgments into wickedness, more than the nations and my statutes, more than the countries that are round about her, for they have refused my judgments and my statutes, they have not walked in them. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, because ye multiplied more than the nations that are round about you, and have not walked in my statutes, neither kept my judgments, 
neither have done according to the judgments of the nations that are round about you. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, am against thee, and will execute judgments in the midst of thee, in the sight of the nations. And I will do in thee that which I have not done, and whereunto I will not do any more the like, because of all thine abominations. Verse 11, Because thou hast defiled my sanctuary with all thy detestable things, and with all thine abominations, therefore will I also diminish thee. Neither shall mine eyes spare, neither will I have any pity. Verse 12. A third part of thee shall die with the pestilence, and with famine shall they be consumed in the midst of thee. And a third part of thee shall fall by the sword round about thee. And I will scatter a third part into all the winds, and I will draw out a sword after them. Thus shall mine anger be accomplished, and I will cause my fury to rest upon them, and I will be comforted, and they shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it in my zeal when I have accomplished my fury in them. Have you never read about the great tribulation that's coming? What I'm reading to you from Ezekiel has to do with what God sent upon the nation of Israel, the nation in Jerusalem and Judea, and when he carried them into captivity in Babylon, which they were in captivity for 70 years. But the great tribulation brings a judgment at the end of this world which is forever. And your soul, depending upon what you have done on this earth, whether or not you do the word of God, not just on the blood of Jesus, but whether you do the word of God after you have been saved, your soul depends on whether or not you do the instructions of the New Testament. For you are going to be judged at the day of judgment, which Paul describes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that we will receive for that which we have done on this earth, whether it be good or bad. It's not just a matter of saying, The blood of Jesus covers me. I can do what I want to do. That is incorrect doctrine, which will lead you to damnation. After you have received Jesus Christ as your Savior and his blood covers your sins, that does not mean you can go out and sin from that point on. If you do that, you look to crucify Jesus afresh. And you bring a horrible fate upon yourself. Learn from these scriptures of how God is furious with people who do wrong in the congregation, in religious settings. Learn from these Old Testament scriptures. 
Let's continue looking at Ezekiel. Because the nation of Judah and Jerusalem sinned against God in the congregation, in the temple, God says in verse 14, Ezekiel 5, 14, Moreover, I will make thee waste and a reproach among the nations that are round about thee in the sight of all that pass by. So it shall be a reproach and a taunt, an instruction, an astonishment unto the nations that are round about thee, when I shall execute judgments in thee in anger and in fury, and in furious rebukes, I, the Lord, have spoken it. And God said to them in verse 16, And pestilence and blood shall pass through thee, and I will bring the sword upon thee. I, the Lord, have spoken it. This he spoke to Jerusalem, to Judea, to the children of Israel who sinned against God's word and set up other gods inside their churches. Ezekiel chapter 6 verse 4 And your altars shall be desolate, and your images shall be broken, and I will cast down your slain men before your idols. Ezekiel chapter 6 verse 5 God says, And I will lay the dead carcasses of the children of Israel before their idols, and I will scatter your bones round about your altars. In all your dwelling places the city shall be laid waste, and the high places shall be desolate, that your altars may be laid waste and be made desolate, and your idols may be broken and cease, and your images may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. And the slain shall fall in the midst of you, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Because I am broken with their whorish heart, which hath departed from me, departing from the word, and with their eyes, which go a-whoring after their idols, and they shall loathe themselves for the evil which they have committed in all their abominations. And they shall know that I am the Lord. The word is the Lord. And that I have not said in vain that I would do this evil unto them. Conform to the word of God. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to the Bible, to the New Testament Bible. Let that be your fear. Let that be your dread. Let that be your God, for indeed, all Scripture is inspired by God and is the Word of God. Make your doctrine the New Testament Bible. And when it says, as it says in Matthew 5:32, the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, believe that word. Set up doctrine according to that word. Learn these things. They have been eliminated from most churches today. I've never heard these things taught in churches today, such as Matthew 5, 32. 
the words of Jesus. I've never heard it taught. Take it and make it yours. Make it your doctrine. For it is truth. And God will bless you. And you will remove the curse from you that the churches have set up for you. Ezekiel 6.14, God says, So I will stretch out my hand upon them and make the land desolate. Ezekiel 7, starting at verse 3, Now is the end come upon thee, and I will send mine anger upon thee, and I will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense upon thee all thine abominations. And my eye shall not spare thee, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense thy ways upon thee, and thine abominations shall be in the midst of thee, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. An end is come, the end is come, it watcheth for thee, behold, it is come. The day of trouble is near. Ezekiel 7 verse 8, God says, Now will I shortly pour out my fury upon thee and accomplish mine anger upon thee, and I will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense thee for all thine abominations. Verse 9, And mine eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity. I will recompense thee according to thy ways, and thine abominations that are in the midst of thee, and ye shall know that I am the Lord that smiteth thee. So what are you doing wrong? You're going to church, you're singing, you're shouting, you're giving money. What are you doing wrong? What doctrine are you following at church? Are you following the doctrine set forth in the New Testament Bible? Doctrines such as the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. The doctrine saying in Mark 10, the man who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery. The woman who divorces her husband and marries another commits adultery. Are you approving homosexuals and lesbians? Romans chapter 1, verse 26, God says he turned them over unto vile affections, unto vile affections. And are you approving homosexuals and lesbians, supporting them, saying, oh, it's okay to be a homosexual lesbian? Are you doing that? Is your church doing that? Are they receiving them into the congregation without repentance? Is that what's happening? At your church? If so, that's the apostasy. That's the apostate church of the end times, which will be damned forever when Jesus returns, unless there's repentance. Unless you return to the Holy Scriptures, such as Romans chapter 1, and begin 
speaking that and believe that in your heart and turn people to God. Concerning homosexuals and lesbians, Romans chapter 1, start at verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator. Verse 26, For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. This shows the heart of God on the matter of homosexual and lesbians, and it is up to us who are of God to conform our thinking to what this says in Romans chapter 1. Therefore, get yourself conformed in your thinking to what the Bible says. Change your thinking from that which the world says to that which the Bible says, and you will be ready for the return of Jesus. But if you continue to go in the way of the apostasy and approve the sins of the world, along with the churches who are approving the sins of the world, you will damn yourself. So either change to the Bible and change your thinking to what God says in the New Testament Bible, or be damned by your own opinions opposite to the Bible. So it's up to each one of us to choose the Bible over ourselves and over our friends, and over our families, and over the world. In Ezekiel chapter 7, verse 19, Ezekiel brings a prophecy concerning the end of this world and what will happen. They shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. They made the images their abominations. God says, My face will I turn from them, and they shall pollute my secret place, for the robbers shall enter into it and defile it. And the city is full of violence. Wherefore, I will bring the worst of the heathen, and they shall possess their houses, and I will make the pomp of the strong to cease, and their holy places shall be defiled. 
destruction cometh, and they shall seek peace, and there shall be none. Mischief shall come upon mischief, and rumor shall be upon rumor. Then they shall seek a vision of the prophet, but the law shall perish from the priest, and counsel from the ancients. I will do unto them after their way, and according to their deserts will I judge them, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Our doctrine today must be the doctrine of the New Testament Bible concerning divorce, remarriage, homosexual lesbians, and other issues. It's a New Testament Bible that we go by, and that is the only thing we have as the church to go by. So as you prepare for the coming of Jesus, examine yourself by the New Testament Bible. Be sure your doctrine lines up with the New Testament Bible, for that is the thing that will judge you at the day of judgment is the Word of God as written in the New Testament Bible will judge each one of us concerning divorce, remarriage, homosexual lesbians, drunkenness, and other sins of the flesh. I suggest that each of us read the book of Ezekiel.